I got the energy today. I promise you, I do. I do. I've been warming up. I've been sitting here in the you booth. You bringing just, it? Just shaking my booty. Just woo. Snapping my fingers for everybody. What do you shake your bo- booty to? Oh, uh, well, let me see. Let me see. I have music up right now. Hold on. <laughs> Apparently, I want to kick Baby Yoda in the ribs by Billy Cobb. Oh my God, that's terrible. <laughs> That's on my Discover Weekly. <laughs> so, welcome to Happy Not Crappy. I'm Nikki Hafner. I'm Mickey Williams. And he wants to kick Baby Yoda in the ribs. So, no! at him on Twitter and be mad. It's, it's Billy Cobb. <laughs> at Billy Cobb. Billy Cobb, what are you doing, man? No, Baby Yoda is adorable. Like, he's he's engineered so that all of us think he's adorable. We yeah, can help but it. I've heard this. I, I'm Okay, full full disclosure, I have already listened to my Discover Weekly, so I know that I knew that it was there. Um, and <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't just, he doesn't like hold malice towards Baby Yoda. He just wants to eat his eyeballs. Like, I don't, it's That's such terrible. a, it's such no. a weird song. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, don't want no. that going out on the podcast? I no, you can keep it on the pod. Go ahead. We can have all the hate <laughs> for this person. I've never heard the song. Uh, My Discover Weekly is a little more pure. Thank you. Uh, a little more pure. <laughs> the world well, hates on pure it. people. <laughs> the world hates pure people. At least it's on brand with those of us that are fucked up. <laughs> so Well, let's just be honest. I'm not pure. But you're My not Discover pure? Weekly is. Oh no. No, 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 no. But that's okay. That's okay. We don't have to be pure. There is good in everyone, even us unpure mofos. That's right. How you been? You know, so-so. Had a really good time yesterday, though. We played tabletop. We did. We did play tabletop, and... Um, I'm the I'm the GM for that tabletop session, and it was I I felt I felt personally that it was good. I don't want to be too masturbatory since I'm the one who wrote the session, but mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, it was so fun. It was super super fun, and I got we um I got to drive a sand hover thing. A what sand do you call speeder. Those? A sand speeder. A sand speeder. I got to drive a sand speeder across away from a giant. Sandworm, sandworm and... that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um Tabletop is great. Yeah. Any, any, anybody who got doesn't alcohol. play tabletop, I yeah, you got a ton of alcohol. Anybody who a doesn't play tabletop, it is not just for nerds. Not that we're not nerds, but it's not just for nerds. You should you not should not a nerd. You should play it. We are too. I'm so cool. I'm the, the coolest uh, person. I'm the coolest nerd. Why don't we ask <laughs> your uh why don't we ask Kat? Um I <laughs> so <laughs> I know that a, a lot of our group plays uh plays Among Us and my my kid comes and she's like uh what's so good about Among Us why is everybody into it and I go Among Us the game and she goes yeah and I go well a lot of my friends play and I've been playing it and she looked at me like I was just she didn't understand yeah like she could not comprehend that all of her friends were into something I was into yeah it's it's um it's it's the it's the new hot thing is among <laughs> us. Everybody's playing it online. I've yeah. played it. Um I played it I played it honestly for just one long marathon session and haven't really played it since. Not for lack of wanting to, just because mm-hmm. I haven't had time, but it's there. It's yeah, good. It it's is, really good. It's there. Play it on your phone. Um but she uh she was like um I, I can't believe this. And I was like, does this ruin it for you? Am I not cool enough to play? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's, it is one of those things, I guess, where it's like, um, you don't, 
want to do the things that your parents did when you were growing up. I don't know if you felt that. <laughs> I felt that at least. Like I, I always like, I, and it's really funny because I've gone back and and told him like, hey. I'm sorry, because mm-hmm. I was always like, Ugh, I'm never going to drink lagers, you know, Ugh, I'm never going <laughs> to drink whiskey. And then when I turned 21, the drinks that I chose to drink were lager and whiskey. And, well, that's because they have yeah, the best flavor. They do. They do. I can't I can't drink and I don't I don't miss it too much, but I can't drink anymore because of my my heart condition. But mm-hmm. yeah, it uh, it's interesting how you how you slowly slide into exactly what you never thought you would because your parents were into it and you're like, I hate my parents. You know, whatever. (laughs) Well, for some of them, yeah, yeah. For some of them. For some of them. For some of them. Yeah, my grandfather uh, used to like whiskey a lot and now I like whiskey a lot. Yeah. But I don't know if it's because of him or because whiskey is just the superior alcohol. Uh, Well, I would would agree (laughs) with you that it's superior. There we go then. That's all that matters. It's just got that um <laughs> it's just got that like regal taste to it. I don't know. It it's like some people are into wine. I like wine too, right? But I liked wine when I could drink it. And I learned a lot about it and and whiskey is like just like wine except it's a spirit, you know, or it's a liquor rather. Yeah. And it's yeah. You know, there are different ways to, to you know, ferment it and store it and give it flavor and stuff. And all mm-hmm. liquors are mm-hmm. like that. But for some reason, whiskey is one of those ones with so much richer uh, or I guess Absolutely. I it that. takes on it takes on so much more of the flavor of whatever you're giving it. Yeah. It's, well, that... it's very much, in my opinion, a taking alcohol. <laughs> yeah. So well, anything you want to offer to whiskey, it will absorb and make better. Yeah. Well, I, and that, and now, now after having said that as a as a whiskey fan, um, I want to I want to play devil's advocate and say I'm totally wrong about all of that too, because a lot of different liquors have the exact same kind of uh, prestige behind it. Not not regality, prestige. That's what I meant to say. A lot yeah. of different liquors have that kind of prestige about them. They've got this. Mm, I store my vodka like in this type of. I mean, vodkas and and bourbons and not vodka bourbons, is bourbons a good mixer, but I I. I... Not even the best vodka do I want to drink straight. That's it, it's fair. Really good vodka doesn't have flavor, so That's why would I drink that? Fair, but the point uh, that whereas whiskey is to imbue flavor, whiskey is to imbue different things into it. Vodka is there with with, with um, vodka manufacturers are there trying to remove impurities from the vodka to mm-hmm. remove a lot of those different flavors. Um, which is why it's such a good mixer is because people right. people design it to be a a purified liquor. Mm-hmm. It's a great mixer, but I, I for straight drinking, which is what I prefer right now. I like to drink my alcohol neat. Um, uh, you know, that's just something I choose. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Vodka is the one thing that my dad used to drink that I just never really got into. But mm. um, we are totally amateurs. I think that it's safe to say we're totally amateurs in terms of knowing other types of liquor like like vodka and stuff like that. So if yeah. there is a, a a knowledgeable person about vodka manufacturing and I got stuff wrong or there's more minutia to it or any other kind of liquor, I mean, hell, email us, tell us that we're wrong. But as a layman, that's what I know about it. As a superior drinker, I can just tell you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck right off, vodka drinkers. This is a whiskey podcast. No, I drink vodka. I drink vodka. Just I prefer other yeah. things like whiskey. And I don't drink rum. 
<sighs> I drink LaCroix. <clears throat> so there's that. I drink, I have had LaCroix. I prefer bubbly. You prefer bubbly? I prefer bubbly. I'm, I'm a LaCroix boy. Uh, bubbly is good because it's cheap, but I'm a LaCroix mm-hmm. boy. Yeah, yeah. I'm a La yeah. boy. <laughs> Just call me a La boy. <laughs> Don't call me a La boy. We're all going no. to call you a LaBoy from Don't, now there on. There is no all. Look, fact, I'm happy that our podcast is just now budding, okay? Because people will yeah. not remember to call me the LaBoy. I'm not Hold the LaBoy. The Don't La even stop it. Stop it. Boy. I'm cutting I'm cutting the LaBoy out of the cat. I'm cutting it out. You can, but I just wrote it down, so it's going to be in the show notes. It's not going to be in the show notes. It is. Because I'm writing Everyone. the show notes this week, right? Right? No. No. <laughs> Anyway, actually, um, it's getting to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had some updates for you. Updates? What do you mean? Um, not updates. That's not what I meant. Uh, I had some listener stories for you. Well, one. And you I, have one, right? I have one in return. Yeah, I read some of them too. Yeah. You, you, I you think... went. You went and did. You went and did some some legwork on a different platform. You I did. Yours. I did. Okay, so we actually, uh, Happy Not Crappy has a Reddit account at Crappy Not, um, and uh, I have my personal account, so I was on my personal, and I was just trolling, trolling. I was just lurking and looking around, and I saw the sweetest story on Reddit, and I I brought it. I went, and I asked her some questions, and uh, Cassandra let me tell her story, so I have that whenever you're ready for it. I'm not. You're not. You know why? No. You never asked me how I was doing. How are you doing? How rude. I'm doing awful. My best friend didn't tell me, didn't ask me how I was doing. Oh. <laughs> She's a horrible person. Horrible I'm sorry. person. Horror. Cut her out. Cut her right out uh, of your life. Over. Done. It's okay. I've had a boring week. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't have much to talk about anyway. I uh, I spent I spent the night with my girlfriend and um, she just moved into the place uh, uh, into her place uh, uh, well. A couple months ago, but mm-hmm. she stays with me 99% of the time. So we finally get over there and I'm like, hun, we gotta, we gotta unpack some stuff. We gotta, we gotta fix this. So I spent most of the morning helping her organize certain parts of her room. Aww. Um, and that was fun. Uh, that was fun. I got, I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't spend a whole lot of time at her place. She usually is over at mine, but I spent a good portion of the, like the first half of the day over there, uh, this morning. And That's that was great. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Anyway, that's, you know. I have an idea. Oh. You should go and get her fresh flowers and a pretty vase uh-huh. and take them to her to put on her nightstand so that when she's there, she has something pretty to look at for a week. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but That's but it? You don't want to give her flowers? I'm No, I'm down, but I'm thinking to myself, this episode won't air for two weeks, so I have two weeks for her to think that this was my idea. So, <laughs> I hadn't considered. She'll right, never listen. Can... She'll never listen to it for two weeks. I won't. I won't show her. Usually, I will show her the inc- the incomplete episodes to see what she thinks, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she's what she won't hear this one. <laughs> nope, nope. Well, instead, wait and just oh, do it repeatedly every time repeatedly. the flowers die, so that she can keep liking it later. Uh, then sound, it's your idea every week. Sounds good to me. Just remind mm-hmm. me before we start recording every week, and I'll just never forget it. Yeah, or after. 
Yeah. After we start recording, so everyone still knows it's my idea. I met this old man once, and he was buying flowers, and we were walking out of the grocery store together. This was years and years and years ago, probably more than a decade. And I commented on how pretty the flowers were, and he said, yes, every single Friday for the my entire marriage, I go and I buy my wife fresh flowers. And I thought that was just the sweetest thing. He said, no matter what has happened... No matter how they're goods, they're bad. Every Friday, he has purchased fresh flowers for his wife. That's the kind of guy that I would like to marry. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> if I find one after when I when I finish, I'll send them your way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> after you've yeah. after you've gotten your fill of flowers, you'll send a hubby my yeah. way. Um. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Now that I've gotten my narcissism out of the way, we can talk about this story that you've got. Okay, um, <laughs> this is a story from Cassandra, um, who I, I totally stalked on Reddit, and her mom, Peggy. So Cassandra, let me see, Cassandra's birthday just happened. Happy birthday, Cassandra. Happy birthday, Cassandra. And her mother did something very sweet for her in the pandemic during, you know, Ah, this crazy time, she went to several different stores to get all of the ingredients so she could make Cassandra's favorite meal, which is a seafood chowder. This is a family recipe. Um, her uh, grandmother, Cassandra's grandmother, who grew up on Nantucket Island, uh, it was her recipe and she passed it down to her Cassandra's mother. Mm-hmm. And Cassandra's mother will give it to her one day um, or has given it to her. But she uh, she says it's so difficult to make that they just never make it. It takes a lot of work. Yeah. Apparently, she went to um, several different uh, fisheries. I believe she said three, a cheese shop <laughs> and the grocery store to get all of the ingredients necessary to make this meal. I I wish that there was a... Ah! Bye. Bye, drinks. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I can't include this in the podcast. <laughs> I wish. Why? You include my dogs. Yes, because your dogs are cute. Me dropping glasses? Not cute. Well, maybe it's cute. Some girls like clumsy guys, but I already got a girl, so I'm good. But <laughs> and she's clumsier than me. So I, <laughs> I wish, my takeaway is I wish that I had a cheese shop. Mm-hmm. nearby i've never heard of just a dedicated cheese shop oh they Is have that... them here really oh yeah and this was like yeah. in cassandra's story like she told you there was a cheese shop yeah they went to the cheese shop yeah it, what do they so... have in a cheese shop <clears throat> cheese and sometimes wine no way and sometimes crackers oh okay yeah, so literally. that 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 one makes sense then that one makes sense if they sell more than just cheese that makes sense not not a lot more but yeah sometimes oh, they show they they sell things that you would eat with cheese, but a not a lot tasting. of things. It's very much a focus on the cheese, just like you would when you go to a butcher. Yeah, yeah. It's it's no different. It's Have, this is just a cheese shop. And 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 you've butchers don't sell seafood though, right? No, but, but that's butchers, butchers, you have to go to a, a the fish market for that. A fish market, yeah. Well, yeah. do we uh, uh, remind me one more time where where Cassandra's from? Uh, she is from New England. Um, that makes her sense. Her grandmother, though. who gave the recipe to her mother, grew up on Nantucket Island. But she says even in New England, um, because her mother gets all of these ingredients fresh. And let me tell you what some of those are. Shrimp, 
cod, salmon, clams, scallops, and salt pork. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so all of these different things um, are difficult to source fresh, even in New England. Yeah, I we don't we, I don't I don't get good seafood over here. Mm-hmm. I'm too far inland. In, well. Yeah, we get good seafood. I really like the seafood here, but it's got to be cooked right. I I feel like all of this is a really roundabout, weird way to say that's very sweet of of, of Cassandra's mom. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very sweet. Um, it's really cool. Apparently, Cassandra is her only daughter, yeah, and, or her only child. She's an only child, <clears throat> and wow. so she uh, they they get to spend a lot of time together, and they they're very close. And Cassandra's father hasn't been feeling well. And so she's, even though with everything else going on and her mother working really hard to take care of her father and then them, you know, they're living life in, in today's age. Even so, you know, her mother took the time to do this very special thing for her. Yeah. This thing that that she loves, you know, this fa- to create a family recipe for her, and that to me is just one amazing way to say I love. That her. that is that is an amazing that is an amazing thing, and and you know my love of food, so <laughs> I think I think it's <laughs> yes. the best. I think it's the best way, you know. Not uh, everyone mean, knows that Mickey is a pretty good chef. Oh, I wouldn't say chef. I'm not trained, and so what. <laughs> I wouldn't even say I'm a good cook, but I'm a bold cook. I like to try things. A lot of people won't even mm-hmm. try things, but I'll try things. And I'll make them yeah. look good. I won't tell you whether or not they taste good, but you've seen pictures, at least. <laughs> um, most of them taste good. The, my my biggest my biggest Achilles heel is uh, bread. Any yeah. kind of bread or dough. I can't do it. Baking, in general, I'll widen it to baking. I can't bake. Mm-hmm. I don't bake well because... Because baking is like such such a more, it's so much more intuition based that I can't I can't do it. See, I'm a hell of a baker. Well, we can get together and make a restaurant. <laughs> I'm a pretty good cook too, actually. So I don't need you. No, I'm just kidding. Ouch. <laughs> if Ouch. I was gonna open something, it would probably be a cafe, and I would have books at everywhere. night. Okay, it would be a cafe, but let me let me pitch this to you. At night, okay, you change over to a tasting room and you do whiskey. Oh, I love it. Yeah? Let's do it. Yeah, please. Midday, midday please. coffee beans. Nighttime whiskey. Whiskey, and I mean, I think I I think that it wouldn't go too far to say we could also be a cheese shop. there is um there is a a well a coffee place slash bar um in the next town over and you go in and you know it looks like a coffee shop but you go up to the menu and they have all the alcohol too yeah that's amazing it's amazing i I, I want i I want so the one time i went there i had um a regular old coffee black with two cream and uh (laughs) And a, a double of whiskey. And it was amazing. <laughs> it was very Hell. nice. And they weren't mixed, of course, because I don't play that. Yeah, you don't mix. Although Mm-mm. whiskey and coffee are a, a well-known combination. Yes, and I hate it. You hate it? <laughs> wow. I feel very strongly about that. Hey. So you know. that's Cassandra's story. Oh, um, I did want to say the cheese was uh, Prince de Clavon. Um, a sheep milk cheese and a Swiss cow's milk. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's that. And her parents have been together thirty eight years. 
So that was also very, very sweet. See, I've been trying sweet thing. I've been trying my hardest through through this whole talk about this story. Not to mm-hmm. mention the fact that I absolutely abhor chowders. Really? I don't like chowders. I don't like cream, creamy cream of soups. And I especially yeah. don't like a lot of seafood chowder because mm. nine times out of ten they have like like mussels or oysters or something like that. Yeah. Well, Le- clams. Le- no, no. Hmm. I can't do any of the, the ocean shellfish. I can't do it. Wow. I can't do it. I, can't do it. I, I just don't like them. I just You're messed up, like dude. Them. Yo, listen, I know that, all right? <laughs> but let's not broadcast how messed I'm up I am. Well, just let them on. let that be an inference that the that the audience makes. Guys, have you ever had a chowder somewhere where seafood is not, <laughs> you know, rare? Even if I liked the seafood in it, I don't like the cream soup. I don't okay. like cream. I don't like uh, okay. uh, broccoli cheddar soup. I don't like. Mm. I don't like cream anything. I don't. Right, I, don't. Right. I just don't. Okay, so what I am hearing is you're a really bad person and I should stop working with you immediately. I mean... Our friendship is over. No, I'm just kidding. Um, actually, mean... in all honesty, I while I enjoy a good chowder, it fills me up so quickly that I don't often eat them. Really? Unless, yeah, because it, it does. It, I can take three bites, five, three to five bites of a chowder, and I'm full for the day. So, you're, so your draw for a food is, is how quickly it, it fills you up? No, I, that's why I don't. Yeah, that's well, okay, why let me, I don't let me rephrase that. Your draw <clears throat> for a food is the metric by which it will fill you up. And if it fills you up too quickly, you're not into it. You, you... It, Yeah, if it's a food I like, if I want to be eating it and it fills me up too quickly, then I don't want to eat it. Because... Then have I got the food for you. Enjoy this singular rice dispenser. <laughs> I, You know, hmm. I get that. I do get that. Um, at this, At the same time, there are foods that, there are foods that fill me up and I can eat quickly and they're like the yeah. worst things ever because like I, for for example, why are we on food again? For example. Because our, our listener story <laughs> was about, about food. Yeah, I'm kidding. For example, hot dogs. I can, I will get filled up on two hot dogs alone, but yeah. I will eat those two hot dogs in a matter of 30 seconds. It'll be yeah. done. Over. Yeah. Over. And I, my my suspicion about hot dogs is simply just the way that they um are shaped. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I can just funnel them straight into my mouth and it's done mm-hmm. and I'm full. And I've only had two hot dogs and I'm like, "Well, that was disappointing." But they yeah. taste so good. I love hot dogs. Yeah, see that's where I am. I I love the taste of food and I want to be able to eat more of it. And so it makes me sad when a food fills me up instantly. And I'm really bad at like I'll I'll get a chowder. I'll put it, I'll eat however much I can. I put it in the fridge. I come back to it, you know, at dinner time. I eat however much I can. I put it back in the fridge. Well, that, that chowder is only going to be good for what, two days max? Uh, maximum. Because if you're putting, yeah. if you're putting seafood in, in, in a food, I don't, I don't keep seafood in the fridge for any longer than two days. And sometimes I'll no throw way. it out the next, at the end of the next day. Cause yeah. seafood is one of those things I don't, I don't mess with. And, and 100%. There's, there's probably something uh, that people can point out and be like, well, actually, actually, seafood uh, spoils at the same rate that other foods do. But for some reason, seafood tastes worse sooner. And mm-hmm. I just won't even I won't even fuck with it. I think most I think the way I store my food, I'm not 
you know, super great about storing it properly in sealed, mm. non-breathable containers. Like I'll put it in a bag and like a sealed bag or a sealed Tupperware, but it's not super high standard, you know? So I think that some of the other, like the other scents in the fridge might seep into it. So if I have asparagus and I'm sitting it next to yeah. cooked food, it's going to take on some of that. See, I don't, so. I don't have that problem because me and my roommates, we have a, um, a, com- a an entire double cupboard, you know, like the nice. the two doored cupboards, full uh-huh. of Tupperware, nothing but Tupperware. Amazing. We, I mean, it's it's a double edged sword because we always have Tupperware, but at the same time, not only do you have to wash two parts for every Tupperware you use because there's the lid and mm-hmm. the container, there's also the problem of we lose the lids or the container, and then we end up with rogue lids and contain like socks, you know. Yeah, we lose the left sock and we have a right sock and then it's a useless right sock. And so what happens is we'll still use it as a bowl to store things, but we'll put like, you know, wrap stick foil or Mm -hmm. not foil. What am I trying to say? Saran wrap. (laughs) I was uh, wrapping seal or something. I was talking to my partner yesterday and I was telling him that um, I wanted to uh, to arrange my kitchen in a very particular way. And that's part of what I want is like a separate section for all Tupperware. I want my dishwasher to be right there by it so I can just put it all there and, you know, they're matched ahead of time. And yeah, in my head, it's very nice. It is. It is very nice to have that. I'm still trying to figure out the name of this stupid thing. Wrap seal. What thing? Put press and seal. Press and seal. Press and seal. That's what it's called. Oh my God. Yeah. It, regardless, very sweet story. <laughs> just put it, just put it in some Tupperware. It'll be good for like you know six hours. Um, the the seafood chowder. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you so much for uh, allowing us to talk about your story on the podcast, Cassandra. Um, yes, Cassandra and Peggy, you are amazing and an inspiration to mothers like me everywhere. Um, I know that now I want to keep doing sweet things like that because Cassandra has these wonderful memories where yeah. you have made this for her every year for her birthday. Yeah. And that is something I want to create. Absolutely. Now, now, I've got a story for you. Yes. Also to do with parents, a little <laughs> shadier than Cassandra's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we got that. We got this email from a viewer, and uh, she didn't want to be uh, named, so we've got a, a pseudonym for her. Um, this is this is uh, Catherine, and Catherine sent us a story uh, through our through our email account. That's uh, Mickey and Nikki Agency at gmail dot com. Um, and we won't we won't rat on you. So we no, won't we won't rat on you. Point, that point after we share yeah. this. Point point. In fact, um, we we took the initiative to get the pseudonym here. Um, <laughs> here here it says Catherine says. Today, my parents gained the certificate of occupancy on the new house they are building. In order to get it, they had to meet certain requirements, such as keeping a maximum of 40% of the square footage of the yard for impermeable surface. Um, concrete stone, the foundation and whatnot is not acceptable. That's, uh, I'm, I'm interjecting here to say, that that's the amount of the yard that uh, water can move through. It's, it's permeable, right? Right. However... Their landscape plan calls for a stone walkway from the sidewalk to the front porch, and this would have put them over 40%. So, in order to gain their CO, the uh, Certificate of Occupancy, they poured concrete where the stone path will be and then laid grass over it. <laughs> they just they just poured... <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> And then they laid, oh, so they laid, yeah, they laid grass over it. So the whole front yard just looks like lawn. Um, they also, mm-hmm. oh here's, oh here's a good one. 
They also put up an unpainted simple wooden railing on the three-step stairs to the front porch because regulation requires any stairs with three or more steps has to have a handrail. The day after the CO inspector came out to sign off on it, they tore the, they tore the totally not in style. I love this part. They tore the totally not in style with the rest of the house handrailing down. Incredible. Sneaky, I love it. fraudulent. Incredible, though. Yes, yes. Good for you. I wonder why it's so strict. Why <laughs> well, do they make these rules so strict? Do you, I... I can I don't know about the hand railing. The hand railing thing to me seems a little a little goony. But um I know why. The the permeable surface thing, that it makes sense to me. Tell me. It's because of drainage. It's because of uh, uh flash flooding and stuff like that. If you're in if you're in a, a suburban or urban landscape, uh flash flooding mm-hmm. is a is a real threat and it's because of impermeable surfaces like uh roads, um concrete yeah. parking lots, uh sidewalks people's yards with stone patios i mean that's right. it's it, that's why they have to do this and this is um where's this viewer from it looks like this viewer is from the atlanta area Ooh, where i'm from is from the atlanta area so i'm i can tell you if, if they're close to atlanta then yeah. uh there's lots of impermeable surfaces so we have tons of flash flood warnings even though atlanta is not exactly right. the rainiest area um we yeah. are pretty we are pretty wet but um i mean it makes sense to me Shout out to all those in the Atlanta area. Shout out. Shout out. Don't call it Hotlanta or else you're not really from here. <laughs> when I was down in California, we had rain so hard one day that the whole city flooded. And um, I remember I had a, a lifted truck at the time. So I'm driving along and I'm going through the the flood <laughs> without it hurting my vehicle, but I'm watching other cars getting stuck next to me. Yeah. So I get home and I, I get my kid into bed and whatnot. And um, a few hours later, my sister calls and she's like, I'm stuck and I don't know what to do. No. Oh so she gosh. had tried to go through a puddle, gotten stuck, was able to back up, but she didn't know where to go yeah. because the whole city was flooded. Stranded on the little bit of, of surface she could drive on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I um, <Not> great. <laughs> we we had um oh my gosh. I'm about to open a whole can of worms on on, yeah. on uh the people in the Atlanta area. We we had snowpocalypse happen mm-hmm. like gosh, um, like a decade ago, I think. I don't remember exactly when it happened. We had snowpocalypse. Atlanta and the whole Georgia state of Georgia is not really known for getting a whole bunch of snow. Or right. or or too much ice. There's like maybe a, like I can count on two hands the number of days that we get snow and ice in the winter here in Georgia. But mm-hmm. when we do get it, it's often like a whole cold front of weather. It's it's it comes in and it comes in hard, and then that stuff lasts for a few days. And this particular year in snowpocalypse, as they call it, <laughs> we got iced to hell. And wow. um, there were people backed up our, our highways for like like 10 miles. Um, couldn't move. Dead lock on the on the freaking interstate. And I had some friends who were like um, posting on social media that they were stuck out there. And I was like, hey, my buddy next door has got a uh, lifted truck, you know, with the with the good treads. And he's been going out there and helping people get up this hill on, you know, intersection, yada, yada. Um, maybe he can get out there to you and, and help give you a ride back. Or if you can find your way to this exit, I can come pick you up off the exit 
and uh, you can come crash on my couch until the next day when they can get all the cars off the road. Um, mm-hmm. It was that bad. And people, people like, <laughs> the reason why this is a can of worms is because people made a huge fool of Atlanta making fun of us all the time about Snowpocalypse for years. Yeah. And it was, and, and, and I think the thing that people failed to realize was that um, we didn't have the infrastructure we didn't mm-hmm. have any of the uh, uh, emergency vehicles ready. We didn't put down right. any salts. We didn't do anything. You didn't know how to prep. We didn't have any prep because we're we're the Atlanta area. We don't yeah. get that often. But you, <laughs> I bet you, I bet you like 50 cents because I don't know shit about the government here. But I bet <laughs> you that they now have the infrastructure to support an icing. So if the weather ever comes back up and we know that it's going to be icy and snowing, we're, mm. we're, you bet your ass there's going to be some salted roads and you're going to have, um, you know, somebody, what? Com- somebody coming through. I what? can guarantee they won't. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? They're like, ah, it's no, they're just a freak accident. Was... It won't happen again. That's exactly what it is. Pro- they're prop- going to say this is a once in a lifetime Probably. thing. But I have, yeah. I have, I'm the kind of person who likes to give the benefit of the doubt to people, mm-hmm. even to people who have let me down time and time again. So while you're probably right, I'm still going to bet money that they did prepare because I am that Aww. kind of an optimist about that. Yeah, you're so sweet. Call me stupid. The benefit of the doubt. Call me stupid. No, I'm not going to call you stupid. I mean, I will call you wrong, but not stupid. <laughs> well, <laughs> stupid would be more accurate, but I'm that blind no. squirrel finding a nut. See, here's the thing. This winter, this past winter, um, we received a significant amount more of... A significant amount more snow. Is that grammatically correct? <laughs> anyway, there was a lot more white stuff than we were used to. And the next town over is right on the ocean. And so they they weren't prepared. They Normally the snow just doesn't stick around very long there. Yeah. So they had days and days and days of snow. And... It was bad. They it took them forever to get uh, approval to hire the trucks to salt the roads and all the other stuff. And I can pretty much guarantee that if it hits again this year the same way, there's no they're not prepared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, we live in a place where it snows every year. Con- it just doesn't snow that hard. It, it might be. It might be. Mm-hmm. Devil's advocate to my to my optimism before. Here's some pessimism. Or maybe not even pessimism, just some realism. Um, it might be just that it's more cost effective not to have that stuff since it doesn't happen more than once every decade. Who knows? Right. Who knows? Mm-hmm. They know. They're not Definitely. telling us. Well, anyway. they'll tell us if we go and become politically active and know all the things. Uh, maybe. <laughs> so we say all that to say... Thank you, Catherine, for your story. <laughs> Thank you for and your we're story. really happy for your parents. And good luck with the flash floods that are going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. I'm ready for it, Catherine. I'm ready for it. I, you know, we're we're gonna we're entering. Um, we're in the midst of fall right now. We're gonna enter winter at the end of the year and uh, or the beginning of next year. And um, boy, golly, I'm ready for that for that ice. I'm ready for that ice. Yeah. Flash floods yeah. of the. Of it's the already so stinking cold up here. Yeah. It's like freezing. Yeah. We have snow in You've Alberta. Snow? In Alberta, not here. Oh. Yeah, we'll get uh we'll get snow here soon though. Uh we should have snow 
by mid-November. But rainforests are supposed to be warm and temperate. Wrong thing. (laughs) (laughs) Educate them. We are not tropical. (laughs) (laughs) Not a tropical rainforest. That's why nobody... That's why I didn't know that you lived in a rainforest last time. Is because I... In my head, and in most people's heads, I'm assuming, because we're all stupid, is the rainforests <laughs> are supposed to be tropical, so nobody thinks about those, like, uh, tiger rainforests, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> hey, Nikki. Yeah, Mickey? I have a story. Ooh, I love stories. Yeah, it's not as silly this time. It's not as silly. Okay. Um. All right, so... You know, everything's closed down for, for the pandemic and the quarantine yeah. and everything. Um, but you also probably understand that there are a lot of people who got caught uh, in the midst of this shutdown of travel and, and international travel and whatnot. Um, right. I got a story here about a man from Japan. His name's Jesse uh, Katayama, I think it was. I, I will correct that as I scroll down. But um, That was very nice. I liked your rhyming. <laughs> it's not, I'm not responsible <laughs> for it. This is a story about this is a story all about how his life got flipped, turned upside down. He got stuck in Peru. So ah. <laughs> he was a Japanese tourist. He got stuck in Peru back in March. The reason he was in Peru is because he wanted to see Machu Picchu, right? Mm-hmm. Huge, huge draw for Peru. But the whole thing shut down back in March. Well, he had been there for a long time during the shutdown. Let me let me read a little bit from this. A tourist from Japan who traveled to Peru in March was finally able to see what he went there for. After seven months of waiting, Peru's cultural or culture ministry reopened Machu Picchu just for this man. Just for this wow. one man from Japan who got to explore the ancient attraction that's been closed due to the coronavirus pandemic. He was there Alone? for seven months. Yeah, no, he was there with the um he was there with the uh oh gosh, I read this, uh with the head of the park. There we go. He was there with the head of the oh, park. Oh, wow. Um, he just so a personal <laughs> escort. Nice. A personal escort. I'm assuming that the uh, that he went with him and took the pictures for him and stuff because we got some pictures. He looks super stoked to be there. I mean. Make sure you share it with me. I'd love to see that. I will share it with you. Let me go ahead and copy that link while I talk. He, my gosh, can you imagine being stuck someplace for seven months? Yeah. And then you get let him just by yourself. Just by yourself. That's amazing, though. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing because that's an experience you wouldn't have been able to have without no this situation. You'd be fighting crowds, you know. You'd have to deal with that. No, no, this is so much better. And and because it's been, you know, without human contact for seven months, that's amazing. You know, it's so pure. It's going to be cleaner than it was. Yeah. It, cleaner than it would be otherwise. I bet all of the wildlife has come back. Can you imagine how eerily quiet? It would be there, though. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Nobody there. Who else can say they got a picture like that? Besides the people who run the park itself. Who else can say they got a picture like that? One one, one in a million. And and honestly, like, like good good for him, right? Yeah, absolutely. Good for for you, sir. Have you ever been to Machu Picchu? Have you been to Peru? No, I haven't. I have uh, I have only been to the United States um, as far over as Wyoming and up to Canada. Wow. You ever been to the East Coast? No. Really? I've only been as far in as Wyoming. Hey, I've only been as far west as uh, New Orleans. Mm. Yeah, never Wait, been to the West Coast. Georgia's, Georgia's east of what? New Orleans? Hun. I thought it was above. Hun, Georgia, no. Below Georgia is Florida. 
And Georgia yeah, has the coast, yeah. Georgia has the coast. Okay, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, Georgia has part of the coast. It goes it goes Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, and then Virginia and so on. Yeah, I have family who's from South Carolina. Yeah. If you know me, message me. <laughs> <laughs> Send us a story. Yeah. yeah, that's a really great pick of him. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm so Good happy. You, I'm sir. so happy for him. Good for you, Jesse Katayama. <laughs> Good for you. Jesse Katayama got you. to go to Machu Picchu all by himself. And that's I, great. I I honestly no, um I haven't been outside of the US and Canada. I've never been to any uh-huh. other country. Um mm-hmm. myself. I'd love to go. Now is not right. now is not the time, but I'd love to go. Yeah, absolutely. If I had to choose a place to go for the monument. Oh boy, mm-hmm. guess guess what just happened? If I had to uh choose a place to go for the monument, I'd probably mm-hmm. go for the Great Pyramid. Um, and I'd mm. like to go there alone too. I wish that I could just be out in the desert alone just to see what that felt like being out there and just seeing that. By the way, my battery's dying. I have to go change yeah, it. Yeah, do you want to take a second? Yeah, I'm going to take a second. Just hold on. Yep. That was just a little bit of my songs right now. Well, not my songs. I didn't make them. What did I just come back to? Newsome and Bethany Thomas, and I played music. You were playing music while I was gone? I did. I played music, and then I talked about it. (laughs) didn't know when you'd be back, and I didn't want dead air. Oh, my goodness. I I could have just cut it. Well, you could, but now, I mean, you could cut the first half, but now you could take 10 seconds of that and say, this is what Nikki is obsessed with, obsessed with right now. The song Bubbly by Tanya Newsom and Bethany Thomas on their new album, the song, Material Flats. The song what? It's it's called what? <laughs> Bubbly. Bubbly. Yes, it's called Bubbly. And oh I goodness. think what I'm getting out of it when I listen to it, it's about um, a couple and she she just wants to have fun and a good night. And it seems like the other part, their partner, maybe they're upset about something. And so she's <laughs> like, let's just not fight and just be happy and uh, hand me that alcohol over there. <laughs> what a way to fill the time. What a way to fill the yeah. time. So where yeah, where yeah. what monument would you go to? That's my question. Oh, um, you know what? I I really want to see the uh, shit. What's it called? The the. It's a good one. I like that one. It's my favorite one. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's uh, the big rocks. The big rocks. You know what I'm talking about. There's all these rocks and they're in a circle-y shape and some of them have tops and some of them don't. The big rocks. Stonehenge? <laughs> yes, that. You that's where I want to go. You go to the circle rocks. <laughs> Nikki, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, too. I sounded really dumb for a minute there. I knew what it was called. I just didn't know how to say it. <laughs> I would go to the big rocks. I do. <laughs> to be... <laughs> Yeah, to go to a monument, that's where I want to go. That's not where I want to go visit first, though. To like, be fair, to be yeah. fair, almost any monument from pre like prehistory mm-hmm. or even after is you could probably classify as the big rocks. <laughs> I could, I mean, like we could say that Jesse Katayama went to the big rocks. You know, we yes, could, he had a fun time true. seeing the big rocks or um, 
the pyramid, right? The big rocks, the mini big rocks, right? Oh, yeah. uh, we love those Several stacked rocks. rocks. The stacked ones. The stacked rocks, the big square stacked rocks, the mystery rocks, the ones we don't know how they got there. That's where yeah, I'd like to yeah. go is the big mystery rocks. You want to go to the mystery rocks. The circle rocks are great too. Don't get me wrong, but I kind of like the face rocks. You know the ones in the Pacific, the face rocks? What about- what about those flat ones? Those flat rocks over in, you know, the Southwest? The flat rocks? Southwest U.S., those flat ones? The fl- What flat? The plateaus, dude. The plat... Come on, you know plateaus. That's not a monument. A plateau is a natural formation. Yes, but they're really cool, and a lot of people go to the fucking parks to go see the flat rocks. Well, I guess that you could go there to see that, but... Yeah. And what about the houses, the, the house rocks? The, the house rocks? The rocks that are made... The rocks that people have made into houses. They carved into the stone... What? Tell them house rocks. Yes, what? there's house? house rocks too. Seriously? That's actually what they're called though, is house rocks? No. God, what? no, that's not what they're called. I'm, what are they called? You're making fun of me for all my rock things. Are you talking about the ones that are carved you... into the cliffside? Yes. Oh, I don't know what those are called. Oh, me either. But They're the house rocks. No, they Isn't are. Isn't the house rock a genre of music? What are we talking about? Uh... What are we... <laughs> <laughs> What? Ancient cliffside homes. Here we go. Ancient okay. cliffside homes. Um, Mesa Verde National Mesa Park. Mesa Verde. Mesa Mesa Verde National Park. Yeah. Oh, come M-E-S-A. On. You come from Mesa, California. Mesa. Do you not know how to pronounce Spanish words? Come on. I. You know what? I haven't had to speak Spanish properly in years. <laughs> I'm okay. Just since your leg. I left California, I'm just nobody up here wants to speak it with me. It's very upsetting. <laughs> Por qué? So I have to call up my friend Oscar, whose birthday is today. Happy birthday, Oscar. Happy birthday, Oscar. Why haven't you emailed us, Oscar? (laughs) Uh, He talks to me directly and gives direct feedback. Well, thank you, Oscar. Tell us about your birthday and we'll flip and talk about it. Yeah. So I think it's called uh, Mesa Verde or it's... No, that's from other places. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Mesa Verde, I think. Mesa Verde? I'm looking at pictures. They're very pretty. Yeah, Mesa Verde National Park. So Hell isn't yeah. that um, Mesa? I'd actually think I'd like to go see those because those sound way more interesting than like the stacked rocks or like yeah. the circle rocks. I'd like to go see the house rocks. Yeah, they're very nice. I'll send you. I'll, I'll send you a link. Please do. Link. Please do. Okay, but while I'm doing that, hey Mickey. Uh oh. I've got a story. You got a story? I do, and you're gonna laugh really hard. Oh, good, because mine wasn't funny. Mine was just nice. It was nice, but we've done a lot of nice this episode and some funny, so... Hit me with you it. Know. Hit me with it. Okay, well, hold on. Let me send you this link. I have to go into our thing. Oh, what are we... Uh... And... Link. Okay. 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 Oh, that that's where it's on the same computer. I don't know why I put that computer away to try <laughs> to tell you the story. You just sent me the house rocks? Yes. Just, nice. It's just house rocks. Pictures I like these house rocks. Verde. These are good yeah, house rocks. Yeah, you like those? Okay, <clears throat> here's my story. North Carolina priest pees on woman mid-flight. Um, <laughs> was it like a baptism? No, it was an accident. It was just an accident. It was which an is accident? Funny. Yes, okay. So to be specific, she woke up to him peeing on her. <laughs> How was it an accident? No, get to the accident. Read the story. Okay. Where's that okay, story from? Okay, okay, okay. So this is uh, this is a story I found on Audi. Um, it was uh, written by Emily Roke on October 16th, 2020. It will be linked in our show notes. 
So a North Carolina priest, uh, <laughs> sorry, I can't, I can't get over the fact it was a priest, <laughs> urinated on what urinated on a woman who was sleeping during a flight. Alicia Beverly was flying home to Detroit oh, following Alicia. a fun trip to Vegas, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> She said she had never been more ready to come back home. So she woke up after the pee or after Vegas. I think. Uh, <laughs> I mean both. Uh, it just says after she yeah. said that she has never been. I don't know which. Probably but she's both. going to Detroit. Okay, she's on her way. Yeah, and she woke up because quote. It felt warm, like on the side of me. I felt something warm. She pointed to the lower part of her back. And she was shocked when she saw the pastor's private area out and that he had urinated on her. Hence the sensation. (laughs) I'm still waiting to see where the accident is. Okay, I'm going to get there. So she she wakes up. She's screaming. She's like, this man just peed on me. Um, there was a puddle of pee in the seats, apparently. Um, apparently, there um, was an, off-du- an off-duty officer that came and restrained the pastor. Uh, and his identity, his identity has not been disclosed because apparently he's well known in North Carolina. So, so I'm sorry. Hit me with that one more time. How was it a mistake? How was it? Well, we haven't gotten there yet. So, so right now we know that uh, the off-duty officer got him, and uh, now Beverly. uh, Apparently, that's her last name, first name, Alicia. Uh, Beverly is so upset that she wasn't able to go to work. Uh, Her anxiety has been really high. It's just really bad. So the pastor says his actions were induced by a sleep aid. Throughout the whole thing, Beverly said the pastor didn't say one word to her. Um, As of yesterday, the pastor has not been charged yet. Um. Yeah. So apparently he, they were all asleep. He took a sleep aid, something like Ambien or something, which does make you do some crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took a sleep aid and then, yeah, she woke up to him being on her. She hasn't been able to go to work. And he got arrested. Huh? She hasn't been able to go to work because she got peed on? Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. It's very traumatic, honey. You look over and see somebody's thing and it can be an incredibly traumatic experience. So. I mean, she she literally literally had to finish the flight in his urine. True. Presumably she traveled with clothes, so maybe she got to change. No, it says she had to. They wouldn't let her, the flight. So her clothes were probably put in the in the baggage. In the back or something, yeah. Well, I, God, I don't know what to say to this one. There's nothing to say. It's just a weird story. I, <laughs> I feel like this is more of a traumatic story than anything now. You know. But it's, every, everything's okay. Baptism by urine. Baptism by urine. Is that there considered you go. holy water? <laughs> Uh, well, it did come from a priest, it so did. maybe it did. I okay. wonder if we could find out who it was. I honestly, I think even if we could, I don't know how I feel about broadcasting it. Uh, I understand. But if he's done it before, then it's a sad story. Then it's a if sad he's story. never done it before. I don't think he's done it before. Funny story. I think that if he had done it before, they probably would have published that. But, um, man. Now, now see, I don't take sleep aids, period. 
But um, mm-hmm. but man, that makes me not want to take them in a, in public. Don't take sleep aids if you're in public, because if they make you act goofy Damn. like that, I you know. Okay, guys, I just scrolled through some of. I just. Oh no! I typed in priest who peed on woman. No. Oh no! And I no, I'm just saying there are a lot of stories about priests doing crazy stuff. They do. I was worried that you, I was worried that you typed that into Google, and what you got back in in return was the typical Google fare when you type in peas on woman. Oh no! I I have safe search safe on. Safe search on. <laughs> well, aren't you just pure? <laughs> uh, no, no, I only have it on. <laughs> I have it on. Let's just keep it. I have it on. <laughs> That's all that matters. I don't. <laughs> Take from that what you will. Oh, anyway, the fact of the matter is, priests do weird things. Priests do, <laughs> and they're weird never things. identified because they're well known. Priests do weird <laughs> things without Ambien too. Priests yes, do weird they things do. without Ambien. Some of the some of the Everybody does. TV am- evangelicals. in even evangelicals evangelicals. Um, mm-hmm. evangelists. Some of the TV evangelists. There we go. I found oh, yeah, it. That's I found one. it. Those dudes do some crazy shit. Those dudes. Some of the mega church priests as well. Those dudes do some crazy shit. So yeah. in the realm of crazy shit that priests have done, maybe peeing on a woman while on Ambien, not the craziest thing that's ever happened, but definitely one of the craziest things that we've talked about on this show before. Yeah. Certainly not. Um, would what he am be, I thinking? Would he be a peaced? That's terrible. He. <laughs> that's terrible. It was that's an aw- a terrible thing. Are you saying it was an? It was like an awful joke, as in like it was poorly structured, or are you saying no, it was an awful just... joke, as in like it was an awful one to make? Uh, no, neither. It's just that's a terrible. It's dark. He it, might be. When I say it's it's dark. The piece. The piece might be part of the Manster expanded universe. The Peaster? Yes. I. You know what? Just the piece. I think so. The Peast, yeah, yeah. We've got Manster and the Peast, and they're the villains. <laughs> so now we need some superheroes. Well, Chuck Feeney is clearly a superhero. Chuck Feeney is um, Chuck Feeney's like the financier for Manster. Manster's not a villain anymore, by the way. Manster has co- has gone straight, kind of like Hawkeye. In case anybody no, doesn't, he hasn't. Yeah, Manster's gone straight. Why does everybody want Manster to be a good guy? He's a bad guy. Okay. Okay, but okay. but you know okay. Wait, 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 is... wait, 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 wait. You know the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. You know Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye was originally a bad guy. So was Black so. Widow. Okay. People... I don't know what that has to do with Manster. People Manster's want. A bad people guy. wanted those. Don't know what that has to do with Manster. It has everything to do with Manster. Let me tell you why. Okay. Yeah, I'm listening. Let me tell listening. you why. Black Go Widow ahead. started at every. I'll start with Black Widow. We'll get to Hawk. We'll and Hawkeye. Hmm. I'll start with Black Widow and Hawkeye is kind of a parallel. Black Widow and Hawkeye actually both started as Iron Man villains. If I'm getting mm-hmm. this wrong, somebody tell me, but I, I'm pretty sure I remember this because I read the old Iron Man comics. They both started as Iron Man villains and over time became good guys because they weren't actual bad guys. They were opportunists. But over time, their conscience got to them and now they're good guys. Now, Manster's the same way. Manster might have started in Heidelberg, Germany, okay, as an experiment. He might have been involved in um, rigging a bank. Hold on. Hold on. I thought we said it was Heidelberg. Heidelberg. Heidelberg, Heidelberg Germany then. <laughs> Fine. He might have started on a train in Heidelberg, Germany from some ham spunk, okay? 
he may have been involved in the bank heist, right, where he was one of the construction workers, and he said, and he suggested that they make a hamster-sized hole um, in the wall for him to steal the money through. But over mm-hmm. time, he has become less of an opportunist. He'd never intended malice. He knew that the banks were mm-hmm. insured. He's now a good guy. And now, Manster has has take has gotten a financier. It's part of it's part of it's part Feeney's doing. Okay, Chuck Feeney came to Manster and said, "I know you can do good. I know that you can do better." And the Manster is like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yes. Come with me. <laughs> I will finance you in your pursuits of heroism." And so Manster became a hero. Then the peace comes into the story. It's the Manster expanded universe. I. I'm making a whole podcast about this, all right, with my buddy Kyle. We're just going to be huge. (sighs) Are you going to call it Jokey and Toki? Or are you going to steal that from me, too? (laughs) Yeah. No, um, by the way, TM, 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 that's ours. Uh (laughs) TM, TM, TM? What is TM, TM, TM? (laughs) Trademark. (laughs) Oh, 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 I thought you were saying that the name of your podcast was TM, TM, TM. I thought it was excited because I thought it was some cool acronym. Yeah, no. <laughs> too much, too much, too much. That's the name of your podcast with him. Too much, too much, too I, that much. That would be my podcast if I had one individually. Actually, I have to disagree with you. I think Manster is going to stay a bad guy. I think he's going to be a classic villain. And I don't think that even Chuck Feeney, the wonderful good man he is, could turn him. It's not going to happen. Chuck Feeney is our good is guy. He's gonna a billionaire be... who's no longer a billionaire. This is the end of this, this comic book company then because we have uh, completely... Uh, uh, at ends, interests in 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 no the future of Manster. Maybe, maybe someday in the future you can convince me that it's time to turn him good. But I don't think, you know, a month and a half in, it's time for him to be the good guy. I don't think he's there. You don't think he's there? No. <laughs> fair I think fair it's enough. Way it took Black soon. Widow and Hawkeye like a long time to get to be good guys. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta understand. You gotta give him time to to figure shit out, to grow and change, and then. Then if he, he wants to be good, then you can figure it out. Somebody needs to take on the piece, though. <laughs> but not well, today. I think that I think that what what ends up happening, it's Manster versus the Peast, but they're still both bad guys. So they're still versus Chuck Feeney as well. <laughs> so maybe what happens is it's like some birds of prey shit where Chuck Feeney Who's asking us to keep talking about this? Kyle. Hey, Kyle. <laughs> hey Kyle. <laughs> Um, my gosh. And we were we were told to call him Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, hey, what's up, Kyle? Um, yeah. Um. Uh, so this is this is my request for all of you. Um. This week, get at us. Hashtag is Manster a villain? Is Manster a hero? So is hashtag hero Manster. Hashtag villain Manster. Oh, we got a split hashtag. Yup. Yep, yep, yep. You tell us what we need to call him, and that is what he his future is. You tell us what his future is. Oh man, please, please, we're on we're on team hero, okay? We're on team hero. You are. No, 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 no. Team villain. I like the antiheroes, okay? Villain. I like the bad guys. You I like want him guy. to be you a bad guy. Like the bad guy. I bet you're the kind. Past. I bet you're He's you're perfect. the kind wherever anybody is like, I love Batman. You're like, I like the Joker. Like, no, I don't. You don't like the Joker. No. No, I like Poison Ivy though, and I like Harley oh, Quinn, and I like Catwoman. I like, yeah, I like the good villains. <laughs> I don't like the shitty ones. You think the Joker is a shitty villain? I think he is an abuser. 
That's you why get he's into a that? good villain. I, I no, you've got to have some re- redeemable traits in your villain. No, you've be you able do to identify not. With them. No, you do yes, not. You do. Yes, you do. A good villain. No, they're at your they're not mutually too. exclusive. You can have villains with depth, and you can have those those villains that are are incredibly too difficult to understand in order to relate to. That's what makes him so scary. That's why he's a good villain. No, I. This isn't a comic it's cast. Not, I don't know. I don't know. I this don't isn't know a comic cast, you. but we will argue about this later. Uh, I, I promise you, you will be getting texts from me all week with, with reasons why it's okay. good to have a villain that you hate. Okay. You you get at me and try to prove it to me because so far, none of the villains I write, because um, I am an author, none of the villains I write are pure something you can hate. It's got to be, oh, it's gotta I be mean, something that pulls at you, too. Then you clearly haven't explored the backstory of Joker. Wh- whatever, whatever, whatever. I have. I have. And yes, he's tragic. And yes, it's sad. But whatever. I think I think he's too bad we'll to get, love. We'll, I'll get at you. I'll get at you off off the cast. But yeah, um, that's smart. But that's smart. Uh, everybody, we got some uh, good uh, input. We got some good communication from y'all. Please, please keep emailing us. Send you, us your 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 funny stories, your good stories. Thank you, Cassandra. Uh, thank you, Catherine. Um, hit us up at mickeyandnickyhnc at gmail.com or you can get us uh, yes. at Twitter. Um, what's, our, what's our handle? That's at crappy not or um, you can hit me up on Twitter, Nikki Hafner. That's at Hafner Nikki. Uh, you can hit Mickey up. Oh, at, at uh, Mickey, at Mickey oh, WVO. Mickey WVO. That's Mickey Williams voiceover. Um, yep. And we are at Crappy Not on all the socials. Yeah. We will. Uh, we Our website should be live by the time this goes up. So uh, we'll have that information for you in the show notes as well. Yeah, um, absolutely. Thanks, guys, uh, for stopping in. Hope you had a good time. Yay. Bye. Bye. Bye.